0: Welcome back, South Jersey football fans, to the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show. Here from Studio B, Mark Tribble, my co-host, the coach, Tim McEnany. Hey, coach. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good. Good weekend. Good football weekend. Yeah. As well, it always. Was, it was a great weekend, and there's a lot of action we got to yeah. talk about, yeah. and there's a lot of action moving forward. I think now we're starting to... Uh, see who's who. Yeah, we're starting to see who's who and who we want to see play, and... The rate, the rankings are kind of shifting around, so we'll see.
1: I mean, yeah, there's still a lot left. I mean, but there's some, as always, there's some key matchups, and we're going to talk about them. That are, again, we'll make some differences. There are some matchups that's had some surprises along the way. Some, you know, some teams that are kind of starting to separate a little bit, and so, you know, as, well, we're some teams what three, four
0: in week four for some. Yeah, a lot of action. I think uh, so far I've seen 16 games this year. How many have you seen? Uh, enough. Enough. <laughs> You've heard about all 16 from me, so you're living vicariously through me. You've seen quite a few more in your lifetime than I. We'll call it a draw. Uh, first off, folks, I want to thank um, do, you count, who... do, do you count the ones I've <laughs> seen from ages 2 to 20? Pensauken games in the 80s do count. Okay. Well, so do Bishop Eustace games in the 80s. We'll right, so we talk about a different Bishop Eustace game in the 80s here in a little bit. That's two a weekend for 20 years. So. Um, Guys, I want to thank the guy who puts us on here, first and foremost, Dave O'Sullivan. Thank you, Dave. He runs Glory Days Magazine. He founded it. He's the reason we're here, launched a new venture, SouthJerseyImpact.com. He has great features about people, places, dining, entertainment, health and wellness, and so much more. Check it out today. That's SouthJerseyImpact.com. Mall Chevrolet Game of the Week, Mac. Uh, Both of us were there in Medford, and Mall Chevrolet is the presenting sponsor of last week's game and last week's program. Thank you so much, guys. Haddonfield Road, Mall Chevy's, South Jersey's largest Chevy dealer, has been a big part in helping the community grow. They're proud to sponsor South Jersey High School football. Mall Chevy's our area's go-to dealership with the largest selection of brand-new Chevys and a big inventory of pre-owned vehicles, plus an award-winning five-star service department. They're located on Haddonfield Road across from Cherry Hill Mall, or visit them at mallchevy.com. I got ahead of myself, Mac. I'm ready to talk about the game. I know. I'm ready to talk about the action. A lot of points. You're you're there reporting.
1: I'm there cheering on, obviously, Shawnee.
0: Yes. I mean, and understandably so, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you've got some allegiances there. I've got (laughs) no allegiances. (laughs) LaQuinn Allen uh, certainly... Tried to give me some allegiances in the third quarter I with his uh, I, touchdown I, celebration. I, I saw that. This was all about LaQuinn Allen. He intercepted a pass on the first possession. He scored six touchdowns on the night. We had a one-on-one interview with him on the Hats Off podcast, which started last Sunday. That's on this page. If you want to go back and listen to LaQuinn's comments, we went in depth on that game as well as a couple others. But hey, look, Allen, he's going to Syracuse. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Good, pretty good player. Yes. You try to play over the top. Don't give up the big plays. Lots here. Brooks, the, the freshman star as a receiver, you want to make sure you don't give up too much downfield. That means a guy runs thirty. Rod, he doesn't from... even need me tonight.
1: <laughs> I, absolutely. I mean, you look, at, you, you look at going to, say, you know, the week before, how do you stop Millville, right? right. You, you know, we, we talked about dying slow, dying fast in a football game, right? A couple 80-yard bombs, and next thing you know, you, you're chasing a lot. So, again, but then you got a, you got a guy, and he, he is tough to bring down, too. He's I, tough. I'll tell you what. I was, um, it's, uh, I, I had seen him as he was, you know, now he's a senior, right? He's filling out a yes. little more, yes. I, he, he, a little leaner as a sophomore, junior, and now a thicker kid, tougher kids, finishing runs, average 10, 12 yards a carry. Um, but it was a pick-your-poison, right? Right. So, and, and to Millville's credit, they're like, okay, they're going to take this away. We're going to go do this. And, but you, look, there were a lot, lot of points. Both teams were, both you know, Millville could score them. And, heck, Shawnee kept, kept trying to chase them, too. So both teams are putting up a lot of points. Um, Millville, first time I've seen them live this year, uh, you know, they're, they're to, in my opinion, best public school in South Jersey, if, if one or not the best in the state um they 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 rally the ball in defense i i i think after the game they're probably not too happy with how many points they gave up but again on the other side you got a lot of weapons on shawnee you know Welzy as we talked about four-year starting quarterback you know how much the game has slowed down for him um he's accounted for now you know six seven eight touchdowns bunch by the air bunch by the feet right. um you know so he'll take what a defense gives him as well so um Again, uh, it, it, was a, it was a hard-fought football game, and Millville's Millville, <laughs> a really good football team.
0: Yeah, it's a game I, I don't think anybody would be surprised if we saw another matchup when the temperatures dipped a little bit lower in the playoffs there in Group 4. Um, Coach Gushu told me before the game, he wanted to kind of see, after that win against Kingsway, this would be a better measuring stick because Millville is so good. Um, and I thought with Matt Wellsy he played an excellent game. You know, a couple injuries for Shawnee didn't help. But as Kevin Minnick, my buddy here says, Shawnee needed one stop and they really didn't get it. They, there they was a just, stop that first possession oh, the third of the qu- second half. Th-
1: yeah, the third quarter. That was it.
0: But after that, that was it. And you know, it's a credit to Millville in that their offense, like you said, pick your poison. This is the way it was gonna go that night, where you know the score, look, forty nine thirty-nine. I don't think the score is necessarily indicative of
1: no, Millville's
0: defense or Shawnee's look, there were onside kicks. The ball's field. It's a short field. The Quinn Allen's going to do what he was doing. He was in a lather. He's rolling. Yeah. I think they play again at a different time, different place. The score is probably a little bit lower. but Maybe
1: lower. But you know, look, I would say, you know, as watching, Millville was controlling the game. You, right. know, you know, I don't think there was ever, if you were an objective fan, I don't think there was ever a doubt that, that Millville had a point where they didn't control it. I mean, look, it was impressive. Millville goes down and scores, has an opening kickoff, goes down 70, 80-yard drives. Actually, LeQuentin ha- has the touchdown catch, right? He goes up and gets it. Um, and, and then Shawnee comes back and ties it. But that was, you know, after then Millville gets up two scores, and then it's playing catch-up. So... Um, Long game, man. If, if, if you – if you, I think that was the longest regular non-overtime high school game I've been a part of. I, was, I think it was a three-hour-plus game. Did,
0: yeah, and, there, and, and I you think, know what? When there's games like that – and there were a lot of penalties. There were a lot of penalties. Right? Yeah, but when there are games like that, normally you're looking at a lot of incompletions. Yeah. I think Nate Robbins was 21 of 24. And they ran the ball – I mean – so it, it was really long, and it was long for different reasons than we're used to seeing. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think I'd ever leave there, but, you know, compared to Holy Spirit and DeMatha, right, which ended at 1 in the morning at Ocean City. And, and by the way, that one, you know, that, that game didn't take that long. No. Just it started so late. No, well, it
1: started late. This one, um, this one started on time at 7 o'clock, and we got to our cars at 10.30.
0: I was asked to stay at your house. Uh, you know. I heard, sh- I heard there would be shrimp and grits. Possibly.
1: I, I don't know if we're whipping it up at 11 o'clock at night. We do eat late night, though, after the games, so though. We make sure you it's good, too. You got it. Everybody's, you everybody's hungry.
0: Shout out to Tracy. Tracy, we're going to speed it up. We're going to hurry this up today. Kevin Minnick, everybody. Rob Nuber, a, a loyal fan of the program. Rob, we're so glad you're tuning in. We're going to talk about St. Joe's here in a little bit. We've got some action on the Wildcats both last week and this week to speak to. But you know what? You come here for news, and I'm going to give you some news, some breaking news, um, delivered via Coach John Emil Pensgrove. They are not going to play Willingboro. They are shut down.
1: Pensgrove is.
0: Yeah, they're not going to play Willingboro this week. John just texted me. Thank you, Coach, for the information. Um, He says they're shut down until next Wednesday. They will not play this week. The game versus Willingboro will not be made up. It's a non-division game, and their schedule is full. So no Pensgrove, Willingboro. It's one less preview. I know you guys are, uh, are glad it's one less that I have to motor through here.
1: I don't think Pens Grove and Willimborough are happy about it, but.
0: No, yeah, but you know. That that's the way it goes. We, you never know at this point in time uh, who's going to play, who's not, and what the adjustments are. But, but that certainly is one. Uh, so Millville did win that game for, I don't think I said the score, 49 to 39. That was our Mall Chevrolet game of the week. Uh, We have a jam-packed show for you this week. We're going to review some of the biggest showdowns last week in our next segment. And then we'll get to Chuck Langerman's trivia question. We're going to look at some games moving forward. we got a TurnersvilleJeep.com game of the week that's going to be great. Two teams that are very familiar with each other, and the coaches are as well. And we're going to update our best 11 rankings. So hang tight. We will be right back after this. Rod's going to show you some of the scores from last week at the break.
1: And it won't be a three hour and fifteen minute show like Shoney and Millville.
0: No, but that's what everybody's been cautioning us about. Everybody but the FCC. So we gotta go ahead and move this thing forward, brother. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glory Days Magazine South Jersey Football Frenzy Show. I want to thank one of our sponsors, SRA Home Products, for their help this season. Let me tell you about my friends over at SRA Home Products. SRA has been building sunrooms, pergolas, and patio covers for over 25 years. They've built more than 9,000 projects in the Delaware Valley. I've had the opportunity to be around owner Mike Fody. I have nothing but the best things to say about Mike and his staff. SRA is a gold accredited member of the Better Business Bureau under the elite provider status with Home Advisor and racked up many, many South Jersey awards in the past. They contribute to multiple sported organizations and are huge supporters of Williamstown football. Find them online at srahomeproducts.com. This show is also brought to you in part by our presenting sponsor, Cherry Hill Dodge Chrysler Jeep on Route 70. Cherry Hill Jeep on Route 70, home of the real zero-down deal. For over 50 years, Cherry Hill Jeep has been a big part in helping our community grow and is proud to sponsor South Jersey High School football. Cherry Hill Jeep is South Jersey's go-to dealership with the largest selection of new Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodges, and Ram trucks, plus a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Show them a selfie of you at the game of the week, and you could receive a free oil change. They're located on Route 70 in Cherry Hill, or visit Cherry Hill Jeep. Dot com. I want to thank all the good folks that help us out each week, putting us in the, us in the chair, giving us an opportunity to do this. Thanks so much to our sponsors. Um, all right, look, we got a lot to motor through here from last week. So I'm going to take one deep, big, deep breath. Mac, do you want to fill some space here while i
1: Huh. <laughs> Isn't that why we have the, the intermediate segments? A lot of, uh, I'm seeing a lot of scores, man. A lot of scores. I don't know if people are tackling in uh, practice. <laughs> a lot of big scores. Um, listen, I don't want to to you too much, but uh, you got to tackle. You got to go beyond the thud drills maybe practice? Uh, listen, I, I get it. I get it. We're, we're doing kid safety. I understand it. I understand you got to protect the head. But the game requires tackling.
0: Yeah. Mac understands kid safety. That we like to hear. But the game requires tackling. There's yeah. three
1: things you got to do. I used to say two all the time. I used to say, my dad used to tell me, Rod, block and tackle, block and tackle. All my old ex-players are rolling their eyes right now. But it's it's really a simple game. You don't block, yeah. you don't tackle, you're going to lose. I don't care how many X's and O's you put up on a board, on a grease board, whatever. Then Charlie Pearl would throw in a third. Block destruction. So he'd say, Mac, block destruction, tackling, and blocking. So you got to get off blocks. you got to make tackles. It, that's the name of the game. That's it. It's 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 I hate to oversimplify it. So when I see all these big numbers, you got to get the guy on the ground. All right. Okay. All right. That's enough. Walter, did, Matt, did, Terrell,
0: Marshall. We're glad you're in here, man. He, he wanted me to. He wanted me to. He's ready now. He's ready. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Matt, That's, he, be careful what you wish don't for. Don't
1: wind Mac up.
0: <laughs> Let's start on Thursday night. We had two games. One. Uh, mainland beat Hamilton 14 to 13, and we had Glassboro pull away from Palmyra 40 to 28. Bulldogs improved to 2 and 0 thanks to big games from Zavon, Burt Graves, and Jonathan Sutton, The third. Burt Graves goes for 110 yards rushing and two scores. Sutton caught a touchdown pass. Both of them, Mac, had knots. Burt Graves had a 75-yard kickoff return in the second quarter. Sutton mashed him with a 71-yard kickoff return in the third. Larry Henry Jr. wrote about this game. It is on glorydaysonline.com. And Larry also, on Friday night, was at Cinnamonson where Audubon continued the longest win streak in South Jersey, currently extended to eight games. They beat yep. in 31-6 to per Chuck. The school record per Chuck Langerman, our buddy, provides the facts. The school record for Audubon is 16, so they're halfway there from 32 to 34. Larry had a story on that. Please go read it. Um, Look, Audubon continuing to go. Cinnamon was the last team to beat them, and they beat them 31 seconds. Good start for those guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Burlington City beats Holy Cross. Congratulations to Caden Booker on his first win as head coach of the Blue Devils. Delcy continued its hot start offensively. They beat Clearview 41-13. We talked to Coach Steve Scanlon of the Pioneers last week about Delcy. Yeah. He gave about every accolade he could to them how difficult it was going to be and it proved that way. Yeah,
1: he he, he kind of knew. Um, you know, they watch film. I mean, you know, look, any game's winnable, as they say, but when you see the guys up front doing some of the things I mean, in, yeah. in the typical Delcy fashion, um, look, Clearview tough kids just sometimes – team's better than another team.
0: Looking at the schedule, and Coach Marquez, Coach Bryles, all those guys, I know they're going to hate me for saying this, I think things look pretty good for delsey down the line. Hopefully they stay healthy and continue to click the way that they have do, been so Do you think so far. Sal
1: has any access of any media anywhere?
0: I will say <laughs> to Sal... <laughs> T- took the hats off picture a couple years ago. I think I mentioned this before on the show. He took the hats oh, off picture Oh, and he smiled it wide, me. right? No, he took it <laughs> for me. And uh, Aiden Borgett is now at Harvard. Great young man, great player. Had ripped apart Cedar Creek that night. And Sal took the picture. That was that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty fun event. He
1: hands um, you, you the Polaroid, and he was shaking it.
0: <laughs> Not quite. He <laughs> Didn't shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> um, it, that game though was fourteen to six at half, and Delsi ripped off twenty-seven in a row. Luke Maxwell. There's always a Maxwell, and in this case, I think there are at least two on this Delsi team. Twelve carries, one hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns per chuck. Sal now has two hundred sixteen career wins. His mentor, John Oberg, whom the field is named for started the Delsey program in 1960. He has 230 career wins. They are the only two head coaches in Delsey football history. In fact, Delsey's the only school in the state that has two coaches who've won more than 200 games at the same school. Current Paulsboro coach Glenn Howard and former coach Tom Brown both had over 200 wins, but Brown coached at Washington Township after Paulsboro. He did not win 200 at Paulsboro. Right. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Absolutely, there, there are two programs, Rod. Um, you don't if you're a
1: competitive, say I don't know, parochial type school, they don't pull much out of the delsey Paulsboro region, do they? they no, no. 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 I, I think there's there's like right. fe- there's fences up, there's guards. You 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 don't t- there's nobody's coming out of delsey no. Meaning to another school, None you can play all. some football. You know, coach
0: has you, Sal has you. You can play at Paulsboro. Coach Howard has you. Look, what is a parochial type school? There's parochial or not? Right. Parochial type school, what is a school choice? Is that the middle ground? Is that the gray area? Everybody, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do. Uh, Matt Ulmer, I'll get you a sticker next time I see you, man, absolutely. Should I
1: say parochial type antics?
0: Yeah, okay. I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the producer approves, Rod approves, that's all we go, need. Go through the hate mail, Rod. Hey, Township nipped Overcrest thirteen to seven. Uh, read about this on glorydaysonline.com. Sully had the story. Thanks so much, Sully. Uh, Gloucester beats Bordentown forty to seven. Steve Burkhardt, who I mean, look, we've been telling about this kid, and now he's getting his just due. I know Kevin Minnick wrote a story on him. I know Josh Freeman did as well. Good for you know, good for him. Twenty four carries, two hundred seventy two yards, five touchdowns on the ground. He caught two balls for 29 yards and a touchdown. The Lions have 12 touchdowns through two games. Burkhart has 10 of them. So if you're gonna play Sharky, they call him. So the, if next time I'm just gonna put the fin up. I'm well, not even gonna. Say like a his little
1: old Miss. No. Listen, if if you're gonna play Gloucester,
0: stop Burkhart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, 10
0: the scotties i'll tell you is easier said than done yeah, i'm pretty true. sure they had him circled <laughs> they watched the show they knew he was coming right um, get his number yeah absolutely at Haddonfield, in one of our rivalries we talked about last week they get by west Defford 27 to 23 behind carson hungry like the wolf at quarterback he went 12 of 19 182 yards and two touchdowns ran 11 times for 60 yards and a score for the haddons his 68 yard pass to jack carson it was the Carson show on a slant proved the winner with 7.05 to play. We have video from Tom McGurk on his Twitter feed, at McGurk Sports. He had a great story about it, too. Um, Haddon's get the win over their rival. Uh, always a great
1: situation, right? They're, they're two miles from each other on the on 295 or something like that. Uh, closer to two. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're close. And not close <laughs> in the sense of friends, either. Right. So, you know, both teams aren't up to what they've been in the past this year. And they're, I don't want to say rebuilding. They'll be, you know, they'll be back doing their thing. And
0: But they're still battling each other, right? They are still they still get up for that game. That's a, that's a huge one. This was one, you know, you talk about close proximity and teams that are used to each other. Here's one that really the teams aren't very used to each other and they're not very close to each other either. And that was Holy Spirit and Camden. They played down in Obsecan. I was told the, the grass wasn't too high at Holy Spirit. Ac- apparently it was shorn down a little bit and it helped... Holy Spirit more than Camden. Uh, the Spartans continue to do what they've been doing. Trevor Cohen found Elijah Stewart, spectacular receiver, for two touchdown passes. Cohen also ran for one. We have something else to show you from that game um, later in the show. What is that called? Knots? Is that called a hook? knot? Something oh. like that? Oh, oh. There's some term for that. I don't know what it is. Some media, but we did it.
1: Some television media
0: term? Yeah, whatever. Kingsway, 34 to Eastern 7. The Dragons. Uh, after a disappointing opener against Shawnee, which first they thought were, they were playing at Rutgers, then they found out they were playing at home, and then it didn't go so hot for them. They snapped out of it real quick and uh, took it out on the Vikings. Broadway Joe Lyons, a quarterback, 10 of 17, 145 yards and two touchdowns. Former hat winner Daryl Brown Jr., three catches, 87 yards a touchdown. Newman Rojas, I think it is. I think that's his name. I gotta make sure I looked that up right. He got the turnover belt. I mean, you see the clip? I saw the Go belt. Go find Coach Hendricks. Coach Mark Hendricks' Twitter, given the belt on the side, and they and they went with the whole Georgia thing this year. The pants with the they black look, stripe, look, the white stripe, yeah, the green and the great. Uh, red. Yeah, it looks great. The thicker, the thick side stripe on the gray pants. I love it. The only beef I have is our helmets, old helmets. So now we need a new helmet. Hmm. I, talk to LaRubio. That's a, that's a big belt too. Like like meaning that's like a yeah. we're, we're talking WWE style you got to love that stuff, though. Ocean City. Got to get the belt. Got to get, get more turnovers. Ocean City gets plenty of turnovers. They, they beat Absigami 35-0. The Raiders are still yet to give up a point this season. Per Chuck Langerman, Ocean City kicker, Brandon McGonigal, has made 88 of 97 extra point attempts in his career. He is Ocean City's all-time leader in career extra points. The old record was 81 by Dan Kennard in 2001. A lot, of, not a lot of extra points. 89-90%. 80, Zero extra points for the opponents so far versus City. Brandon McGonigle just knocking them through. Yeah, that's a lot of, that's a, that's a lot of points.
1: 89-90. It's, it's good stuff. Consistent.
0: Overbrook moves to 3-0. They beat Robbinsville 35-28. This is what stands out to me about Overbrook. Um, not only is Frank Wachinski the coach, not only Frank, but the Rams are the all-name team in South Jersey. Going through their score... Quarterback D'Angelo Conquest. What a name. Conquest? 15 of 23, 185 yards and a touchdown. He ran for another. Nigel bachelor, 11 tackles. Mark Anthony Wood, a receiving touchdown. And Eddie Bup. This is what you, Eddie Bup. Not Lamont Bupp Robinson. I'm talking about Eddie Bup. Eddie Bup. Thirty carries, 176 yards, and two touchdowns. He took a lot of literary classes <laughs> as a writer. Conquest, Bachelor, Mark Anthony, Bump. I know some trig, some algebra, some chemistry. I don't know. <laughs> <It's just laughs> Look, man, I love it. I love it. Congratulations to the Rams. Uh, Pensacola convincing win against Deptford, 35 to eight. Elijah Jennings, two touchdown catches, another touchdown. We talked
1: about him last week, right? Uh, Dante Vicarelli and the boys there. I mean, they're uh, they're, they're doing some things. Sawkins. Getting some footing, and they're, and they're doing it, right? Like, you know, Deptford's a little down this year, but, you know, it's not, it's not like a 35-28 game, right? It was a – they're beating them handedly. So
0: they're, they're playing who's on their schedule and, and, and winning and winning big. Yeah. Kevin says stickers are probably for sales. I'm looking to get in on the NIL. I got no comment on that. <laughs> you might be right, Kevin. We'll get you one here pretty soon. Put on your laptop. St. Augustine blanked Williamstown 28 to nothing. The Hermits shut down the Braves. They prefer, prepare for a few big ones. See, three of their next four are, are large and in charge, including the one this week we'll talk about here soon. Kanye Udo, 242 yards on 26 carries, two touchdowns. Interceptions from Dennis Jaquez, Nasir Christmas, and Nadir Bethune. Very impressive,
2: impressive by Dennis. He's a defensive end.
0: Yeah. You can see why Northwestern might want a guy who play DN and get an interception.
1: Something tells me a little tip, went up and got it,
0: you know, athletic, et cetera. And obviously a bright kid, too. Northwestern Gate School. Absolutely. St. Augustine plays the team that we're talking about here. We mentioned this game, thought be a good measuring stick for both teams. And turns out it was just St. Joseph uh, long, long ways. They got hot early and cruised past right. Cherokee. They won 38 21. Jason Prevard, 252 yards passing, two touchdowns. Kevin Mayfield and Cole Mercado. With 94 and 91 yards rushing respectively. Mercado also had 93 yards receiving. Jameer Cartagena, one of our favorites, 135 yards and a touchdown receiving. It was 31-7 to at halftime. That's a statement yes, by the boys from Hamilton. Right. We, we had talked about Cherokee. Where were they going to be with, you know, on the young side? They did
1: a you know, good job against Lenape. Um, Lenape's struggling right now. Uh, I didn't think it'd be thirty-one seven and a half. I mean, obviously St. Joe's has weapons, right? So yeah, they do. When you when you can when you have a team that you got to defend, like we talked about in the beginning, top of the show, right? Melville, Shawnee type thing. Um, you know, more times than not in high school, you can watch a film on most teams and say, "Let's stop that guy running that play." Right? My dad used to say, "Best player, best play." Right. Right. Let's high school. Let's keep it simple. Best player, best play. And now you know now the game has evolved as we know but there's still best players and best plays and when you you're watching when you turn on some of these films and say hey who's the best guy is it that dude <laughs> or is it that dude <laughs> or is it that cat or is it that guy if you you start parting to more than three you know you you yeah. everything gets spread a little thin on defense you gotta you, you, now you can't cheat you're you know you got you gotta just
0: you know buckle it up and St. Joe's can do it a lot of different ways, man. Skiz, thank you for the correction. It's uh, Cartagena, not Cartagena. Thank you so much for that correction. Jameer, either way, is going to get a lot of love on this show as he continues to move forward with the plays that he's been making uh, offensively and defensively. Washington Township beats RV 28 6. Jonathan Silver returns at running back for the Minutemen. He's one of the best in South Jersey. He was no worse for the wear. 16 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown. The Minutemen men have high goals this season. I, for one, think that they are equipped to meet some of those goals.
1: Yes. I mean, coaches. you know, he was, we talked about this last year. We talked about it earlier in this year. Yeah. You know, restore, restoring the, I don't want to just say the pride of Washington Township and what they've done in the past, but a toughness, right? We talk culture and toughness and, yeah. you know, a team identity, a lot of teams. A lot of times you go to a, te- you go to a game you're like, what, what are these guys trying to do right like what what are you know what what are they are they trying to just be something on tv or you know heck yeah you know, there's a guy who, you know we talk Clyde folsom coach for a thousand years and had a thousand wins made no apologies on what he did every week if you weren't stopping trap or buck sweep
0: belly belly even with slower Done. even with Done. slower and shorter linebackers he won some of those games yeah well I, well, if you read fast, if, if, a line, if a
1: linebacker reads fast, he makes up a step or two, Rod. So being able to dissect the
0: defense quickly helps a short, well-groomed linebacker. Speaking of reading fast, when I send you these scripts, it doesn't take long for you to text me back and you give me your input. Yep. I mean, you're right. You're through it. Well, yeah. You can read fast. It, 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 it Hoyas, the Hoyas are very proud of you. September, yeah, I'm sure. Sunday, September 11th, um, last week, and look, there were a lot of great tributes. And Pensgrove had one. Um, I was at two games, Pensgrove. And then at Winslow Township, they had the, the ladder with the flag. I mean, it's really touching stuff, guys. Um, really. Seneca
1: did a great thing. Yeah, with Seneca, the 13 absolutely. Flags, they brought, brought the yep. 13 flags. Gave and the game
0: ball. Yeah, the cameo jersey. So, yeah, absolutely. Round South jersey, some real... Real, real, cool things that were going on. So yeah, it was great. Um, you know, it's it's there's just people understand South Jersey. The people who run these athletic departments, um, they they have a great grasp on everything in terms of what's important, what needs. I mean, I'll hear stuff over the PA that I'm like, I would have never thought about that. I mean, September 11th certainly I knew, but other things. I mean, there's nuance to public gatherings, and I think a lot of schools do a good job of making sure everybody's in the loop and knows what's going on. Look, even going back to look at what Vineland did with the Clearview situation with Tornado and collecting money from them and the announcements at games across South Jersey then, taking in donations. Think about the the tragedy at Pleasantville a couple years ago, everybody chipping in, buckets being passed around. I mean,
1: I've talked about this. I, I love every sport. My kids play a ton of them and. It was high school football, right? On a Friday night ride or you used to be back in A on a Saturday, the community, everybody's there. I mean, Penn's high, everybody on the hill, right? Whether you went there five years ago or you graduated, everybody's taught it's mm-hmm. it's everybody comes back, it's a gathering place and and you know, and then we've talked to the bands, the cheerleaders and the whole thing. It's 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 a thing, right? I mean, great atmosphere Friday night at Shawnee, right? Shawnee that's where I was, Shawnee Millville, both sides. Love Millville. I was on Millville side for half the, with uh, handling some things and I love that. I love their band, too. They, they got a lot And of-
0: Shawnee. They they well, Shawnee do the whole little, side they, to side up that, and down. That,
1: that's too. That's that gets a lot of I get my eyes get a little gets me a little dizzy. Yeah, exactly. But I was sitting next to I was next, sitting next to the percussion session to Millville, right? <laughs> they
0: they got a lot of drums. Let's get to the action on Saturday. <laughs> Magda. We're a lot of drums and, and you know, the other thing real quick, I'll say. You only bring the band on the road. If either your band is incredible or your football team's incredible. The band never travels if the team stinks.
2: No. Never. No. Never see the band or the cheerleaders.
0: No. <laughs> the team stinks. The band <laughs> Nope. They have no. is not a part of the action. So when Millville's band showed up, you knew they were going to, were a going a to play the fight song a couple times. Millville, By the end of the night, everybody I, would probably know it. Millville's good. Band is good. Yes. Well, and, and listen, it's, it's not a close drive. Millville's not close to Shawnee. They had a great crowd. So it was it was good student section, too. It was yeah. great. Two, Two for, for one special. Bo- both teams huge. Salem coaches that were there, Montre and company. Mac did not ignore you. He had to go. Yeah, I had to take care of some things, Coach. I apologize. I know I. I had. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. It was uh, not a good ending for the Macs. No, but we, we bumped up the Rams helmet just for yeah, the yeah, best yeah, helmet. Absolutely, football. best helmet football. I, All had, right, and a nice, a nice white jersey on too. Those white jerseys are they're, they're sweet. I like them a lot. Yeah, very cool. Saturday, Cedar Creek 42, Pleasantville nothing. Still nothing on the scoreboard for Cedar Creek's opponents. Uh, good weekend for all the Haddons. Haddonfield won. Haddon Heights beat Princeton 47-0 on Saturday. And Haddon Township slammed Gloucester Catholic 43-6. Paulsboro beat Pensgrove 21-20. I was there. Preston Moore got the big stop late for the Red Raiders. They improved it 2-1 on the season. And per Chuck Langerman, 15-6 all-time against the Red Devils. Um, Touched on this also on the podcast Sunday morning. Again, go back and watch if you, if you didn't see it. Paulsboro looking for not just the usual suspects. I know Bateman's stepping up. Tyree Thomas is there. These are guys who are veterans. Um, but maybe you know Coach Glenn Howard told me looking for some other sparks to create a fire by the end of the season that hopefully could burn through Group 1. And I think that they are certainly capable. Uh, Devin Horton had a big stop late um, on fourth and goal. Pensgrove ends up getting the ball back, having another chance. They scored the touchdown, but the two-point conversion is stopped along the boundary by Mr. Moore, who is a cousin of Ron-Ron Holloway, who is a personal favorite, and a three-time hats-off award winner. Yeah, big win, big win. And and Coach will continue to get fine
1: dudes. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't – it's not like, hey, you've earned your job, you're good for the year, you just bailed in at Paulsboro. He's – it's almost like there's tryouts every Monday at that place. I mean, yeah. they, they
0: show up and they practice hard. They do. And to – we, Rod and I touched on it in, the, in that show. But, Mac, everybody sees all the hardware in the trophy cabinets. They're spilling out of the janders closet at Paulsburg. You can't even open a locker without right. one of them falling out. Right. It's like no one will miss it. But, look, th- those teams got there. They didn't – they don't show up on day one no. and just – Breeze through a lot of times. I mean, they've had some teams like that, that have had a loaded class coming back. But when you win year in, year out, and you lose two games max or or whatever, it's because you're going through that maturation process of people are stepping up along the way to make it happen. Somebody's going to step up. Yeah, that's expected. And again, at Paulsboro, the guy who did it, his cousin did it, his uncle did it. Walls are up in Paulsboro. His dad may have done it. His grandfather may have done it. And if yeah. you don't win a championship, then you don't even get to talk right. at and family dinner. No,
1: no. And you, you, you don't leave Paulsboro either. You Meaning, you, if
2: you if you grow up and you play youth football Paulsboro, you are playing for Glenn at Paulsboro High School. We, we need that Langerman question. What, what was the last player from Paulsboro to play for?
0: For a private school that's right, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> that'd be a great trivia question <laughs> uh, if John, there ever John, was John, one John,
1: is there anybody from <laughs> paulsboro town he glenn would glenn would text you right glenn. yeah if there is
0: one someone from paulsboro will answer very quickly. Oh, very quickly i could do it for wrestlers i would know immediately my, my dad knew the
1: first guy he lost in 1992 to holy cross the first guy he ever lost from penn's <laughs> hey, those guys know that stuff
0: uh, Kevin Minnick says throw this out there. Millville still needs a game this weekend. They should play Willingboro. Why not? Why not play Saturday night? I don't know. Uh, apparently, Millville, a lot of people just weren't returning Dennis Thompson's calls. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think they're, uh, you know, they're leaving
2: a message on red.
0: They were looking for a game and, and uh, Dennis, no, it's okay. Ignore. Burlington
2: Township, I, I believe. Aren't they still... No, looking? that was last week. Yeah, was it was last week. week. Okay. They couldn't
0: find a game last week either. Another right. good team. That, you know, right. I mean, the the haves and haves and odds in football anymore, it can be tough if you're in, in a bind. Yeah. Because some of these teams... I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I, I, I hope these teams find games. But for Millville, there's a lot of teams that might be off this week that I don't think should be playing Millville.
1: No, no.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. I Willenboro would be interesting, though. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Kevin, it's a good call. Right. Um... Speaking of teams that I don't think anybody would really be rushing to answer the phone for, Winslow Township and Wilson played on Saturday night down in Winslow. This was an excellent game, Mac. Uh, You know, it seemed like Wilson had the thing in in kind of a vice lock. And they're up 10 in the fourth quarter. Winslow scores. Jacob Mitchell catches a great touchdown pass. He had two touchdown catches. He got the hat. Winslow scores, cuts it to – Four. Mm-hmm. And then they got the onside kick. And two plays later, Mitchell catches a pass. The next play, Trey Thorpe coming out of the backfield, catches it and goes in. Winslow ends up taking this thing and kind of just, in 63 seconds, just like that, kind of stole it. Now, what does that say? Well, You know, you're down, you're down, you're down against a great team. You play, you play, you play. And, you you know, again, you your
1: coaches are coaching and everybody hasn't mailed it in. And it's, it's – we're going to – it's – does Winslow lose that game two years ago? Right. Right. It's a good point. They lose that game mm-hmm. two years ago, possibly. Probably I don't. Probably. Now they're. Now they get in the locker room. We're going to win the game. I mean, there comes a point in programs, you can see in, in the history, maybe might not win, but they go. This is it. This is the game that we normally would have won yep. or would have lost, and we and for and we just you you you're, you're sitting there and I and I can you. After wherever you go to your local uh, to, get a, to get a soda after the game, you're sitting there looking at each other going, how did we win that game? How did that happen?
2: And vice versa. You're, you're wondering how you lost that game up right, 10, yeah. you know? Yeah, like,
0: and we, and, but we've all been on both
2: sides. Both sides,
0: yeah. yeah. both sides. Yeah, but, it, but it's a good point. Now, did you say that, Mac? Rod and I were watching this game from the end zone in the second half, and I said to Rod, this Winslow team last year, right, they, they, they rolled everybody. They went down to holy spirit they got they got handed to them at the end right. of the season Said a lot, you know. and then they start off the season they lose a the woodbridge another really good team right they pound camden catholic and here was another test their third and basically four games over the span of a year and a half. And I thought, you know, the mojo they had last year, maybe that's, like, not there right now. Because the way the game was going, you just felt they were chasing the game. And then, like you said, back, boom, they found a way to win it. The mojo's back. We, and, and we, I mean, that place was going nuts. There were so many people there. It was really entertaining. Just,
1: you know, we, talk, we used to talk about make, just somebody. I remember being at halftime one time. We were down, and we, weren't, we,
0: we were a three-win
1: team. and. We just we just need one play it was like we just get one play didn't have to even be a touchdown maybe mm-hmm. just a big run a big first down somebody knocks somebody down somebody t- something tells me mitchell was playing right yeah like for like 48 minutes worth yeah you know and nine seconds at a time very like it, you know he's a kid you don't want to have to go block yeah
0: emerald mitchell yeah he- i couldn't be more impressed with with uh, the receivers mm-hmm. again yeah, you know, the first game I saw, I thought Cam Miller was their best receiver. Second game I saw, I thought uh, Jimmy Wilson was their best receiver. And on Saturday night, I thought Jacob Mitchell was their best receiver. So they're getting it from all angles. Hamas Duran, you cannot overstate, you know, I mean, there's a, been a lot that's, that's been credited to his development between Bill Belton and, and Christian Hackenberg, obviously. But, look, it, it, this is not – it's not because those are his coaches. Like, that, that's not why he's getting credited for it. If you go watch the games, you could tell, compared to last year, he looks a lot different and a lot better in every way, shape, or form. And he's, you know, that leadership role, he's taken over on that. Yeah, so Kids grow up. I mean, they
1: all do. It's just when do they do it, Like, right? And some figure it out earlier in their careers. We always say, you know, it's amazing how many seniors that play that you're like, Man, that the same kid as a junior. Absolutely, it's the finality of it, right? And then they they go to these camps and they see, you know, the reality out there. And they gotta, Mm -hmm. hey, if I want to, if I want to play at that place, I gotta play like that guy because I see what they're doing. And and that's, you know, you can you can say it's like anything else. You can say it as a coach. You can say it as a parent. You can, but you know, they they go there and like I said, there it's a little bit of a finality too, right? Like this. This is, it, they is might, play, the, they, well, they're going to play, some a lot of these kids will play in college, whatever right. level, division, you know. Look, I, I got a text over two day, last night, Matty Lejoy former quarterback of mine, right, Did, <laughs> state champion quarterback. Pretty good one. Yeah, pretty good one, broke his fibula, captain of Gettysburg football, right? This is his senior year. It's like, like you talk about, he's he's going to try to fight his way back for one game. Right. Some people would right. say, what are you, nuts? I mean, one, he's going to fight his way back for one game. He's not, he's not, he's not playing pro football. Right. You know, and he knows that. He just loves the game, and he knows this is, as much, you know, some. My son said to me the other day, he says, you know, you can always, you, know, you can play pickup basketball, Rod, to your, what? Right? You can play pickup lacrosse. You, there are no pickup football games.
2: Soccer. you
0: No. No pickup football. No, but there's no pickup football. If there were, and, we would have wanted to see it between Winslow and Wilson's coaching staff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that last week. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, you, there's no, and you can, there's pickup touch, and there's pickup flag, but.
0: Yeah, it's that's, not pick-up-tackle pick
2: pick football. That's, that's different. So it's not happening.
1: That is, that is a huge part of why high school football is. That's
0: why we all love it like we do. It's fleeting. Uh, Marshall Washington says he's going to give his Dennis Green voice that, that we they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. <laughs> I, look, man, I, I know that uh, Wilson was none too pleased with the way that thing ended. They are going to be sick over it. And, you know, they get a chance to get back out there on Saturday afternoon and Get that taste out of their mouth. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just a very, very uh, interesting finish and a, and a great finish to the weekend of good games. Um, that's a look back at all the great weekend that we had in South Jersey football. Went from Thursday night to Saturday night. We capped it off. I think we did pretty well, Mac. We did pretty quick. Um, but we want everybody to stay right there because the South Jersey Football Frenzy mm-hmm. Show will be back with our trivia question of the week, courtesy of Chuck Langerman. And we'll have previews. Get ready. While we're away, be sure to share this thing out on Facebook. We do appreciate it, so hold tight. We'll be back soon. Welcome back to the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show, presented by Glory Days Magazine and sponsored by Cherry Hill Kia and Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. If you want to talk about top-notch selection and service that's the best around, take your car to either one of these dealerships, and you will not be disappointed. And while you're there, you could probably find someone to talk to about some South Jersey football as well, Mac.
1: Without a doubt.
0: These guys love South Jersey football. Get over to Cherry Hill Kia or Cherry Hill Mitsubishi and tell them we sent you. Thank you guys for the sponsorship, Cherry Hill Kia and Cherry Hill Mitsubishi. Let's crank this thing up with Chuck Langerman's trivia question. Mac, let's go through this the way that we always have. And first off, Jamie Otis, we would love to have a Woodbury Thundering Herd helmet. Bring it across the street here. We will uh, we'll get in touch and let you know where it is. Walter Hurd says, "I think since the West Jersey leagues expanded, we need a helmet from down this way: Ocean City, Cedar Creek, St. Joe. We do have the prep. We do have spirit." But I would love a Cedar Creek helmet. Ocean that, City helmet? That pirate helmet is just... Yes. Ooh, it's that's great. Vicious. I love it. I'll tell you what. I, I like the color scheme,
1: right? It's like that green. Think, yeah. It's
2: that's great. Like, it's like the, it's a little bit Joker-esque, right? It's almost, Batman stuff. It's close to the uh, Gucci, if you look at
1: yes. Like, yes. the... Yes, uh, it is. It
2: is. It's I kind of like Gucci. It's <laughs> Mark's alley. Now you're talking. <laughs> All right. Kid, <laughs> kids are closed, Rod. Kids get are closed. We'll close. get
0: JoJo Bermudez to bring one up here. <laughs> right. I think he owes us a trip. Look. I will never turn down a helmet, OK? If somebody has a helmet, we'll take it. There's no, yep. there's no one will say, nah, we don't want that. Mm. Eh, maybe Trenton, right? Central Jersey, the Shore, <laughs> Wall, eh, we don't, we're good. Now, where we put it You can it, keep it, Rumson Ferry, but we're good.
2: Yeah, All we don't right. want a Rumson. Nah, you know. I don't
0: think so. But one of the 80, 90 schools from South Jersey, yeah. Get in touch, man. We'll find a way. I know, I know Del, I'm supposed to pick one up from Delran. Um, you know, now we're going to have Woodbury. Look, there's, and and we got a whole inventory. We got we got some over there too. Yeah, ready to go. We'll see. We we could almost have a pickup game in here. All right, question of the week. You guys know the rules. You get some time to answer before Will Hickson comes on and wins this thing. Now he, I don't know what Will was doing last week. I know what he was doing two weeks ago when he was worried tornado was taking his house apart. He's trying to get home to Mullica Hill but you know this one this one's interesting this is an interesting call chuck langerman as always has our back and here's what he has who is the all-time south jersey leader in career two-point conversions not attempts two-point conversions who had more in south jersey than anybody else are you going to give the high school name or are you going to make you're just going to i'm going to put it right there all right see if some answers come trickling in. There are some answers I expect to see people offer, you were, you, which I know will be wrong. I did okay. You, sa- did, I, you sa- did all right. I you mean, all right? I did we gave you some try. help. We, yeah, I mean, it was a second try, but you did ask for the school. We gave you the school. Oh, there's, right, yeah, you're right. I apologize.
1: I got the school, then I got it.
0: Yeah, so we want to know who in South Jersey history had the most two-point conversions. No cheating, and, and, I mean, I don't even know how you'd cheat unless you're sitting next to Will Hickson or Chuck Langerman, but no cheating. We've got to find a way to, we got to give giveaways for these winners, too. Troy James says, Harvey from Paulsboro. That's the one that Chuck knew everybody would answer. He even put that in uh, the question for me. He right. said, I know everybody's going to say Kevin Harvey, but Kevin Harvey had 25, and that is, uh, that was not the most. He's
1: second, right? Kevin's second.
0: Well, I don't know that he's second. He's just not first. Right. Maybe the only thing he was at first in. Right. It's great to see Kevin in the game. Two Kevin emerges. just tells me exactly how it is with the team. Um, it's always a joy when you cover Paulsburg to talk to him about what his offense is doing and what he sees. Um, truly one of, the, one of the greatest Rod, do you think teams. if he has a
1: back complaining about some things that he's talking about, he puts on the... the <laughs>
2: <laughs> the
1: 8-millimeter with the
2: clicker. <laughs> he, goes. he throws on the whole
1: <laughs> He puts the reels on and goes, okay, I digress. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're looking for the leader all-time in two-point conversions from South Jersey. Now, I will say this. We will give a little hint because I'm not seeing a whole lot of action hidden here. from the. Not yet. Not I think, yet? I
2: think someone's going
0: to come in with someone's it. Someone's coming it in with it? F- all right. five minutes, we'll go back to it. All right, we'll go back to it. You want to do the knots now? You want to do the knots now? Let's do the knots. All right. Well, first off, I want to shout out a guy who was a runner-up for our knots, and that's a non-offensive touchdown. That was Cedar Creek's Malik Moore Summers. Thank you, Cedar Creek, for sending that video along. This was great. They had running back goes in the hole. The ball pops up. Malik Moore Summers, a lineman, I believe he's a junior, grabs this thing, does the big man touchdown, rumbles. I mean, he rumbles, and by the time he gets there, there's an escort of ten pirates escorting him to the end zone. Go on Cedar Creek's Twitter account. I think it's Cedar Football or something like that. I have to look it up. Go on their Twitter account and find this video. Uh, actually, you know what? I should just retweet it now. Be interactive, wouldn't it? Here wow. we go. Cedar Creek Football. It's pretty good. If you're on Twitter, it's at Cedar underscore Football. Uh, you're gonna want to watch that. It's pretty funny. Um, you love to see the whole team helping him out. Like you said, you always get the picture. I love when
1: a big guy scores. It's
0: always good to get the big guy scoring. Cedar Creek, I mean, that, that score right there, we've said it many, many times, that score right there was more than anybody scored against them. Malik Moore Summers has more touchdowns than anybody he's played against this year. No, oh, he's on Cedar Creek. Yeah, he's on Cedar Creek. I just want to make sure everybody knows we're looking for the trivia answer also. <laughs> Who leads South Jersey all the time in two-point conversions. Now, the knot of the week. We're going to show this. Rod's got it queued up. Rod, you got it? We this, got it. This belongs to Holy Spirit's Eric Roman, the brother of Gavin, the son of Charlie. The call from the coaches on this play was show. And Eric either misunderstood or called his own number. He didn't show. He went for the ball. Either way, it worked out pretty well. We got it? Here we go. I'm I'm watching it. Look at look at this. Up oh, deflects in the yeah. air, catches it, and then rumbles. That looks. Tiger Manetti told me that was 56 yards. I think it was 52, 53. We'll give it to him. Eric Roman deflects this thing up in the air, and you're splitting hairs over 52 to 56. Look, man, what a play. <laughs> the knot
1: of the week. I I I think I have a couple non-offensive touchdowns. Both of them, I, I I fell on in the end zone off a blocked of punts. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like, so, well, fifty-six de- yards. That's fifty-six I mean, yards. Here we go again. 52.
0: Look, look, show. Nah, I'm going. I'm blitzing. Tip catch 50, gone. We'll give it fifty-four. Fifty-four will be the official return. Good play, guys. Yeah.
1: Show. He said, "Show." I'll sh- I'll, show I'll, show you, yeah. I'll show you six. I'll show you six. Right. He's tired of you telling him he's Eric. He's the brother of Gavin. Or, yeah, <laughs> <right>. No, I'm <laughs> Eric Roman.
0: <laughs> Gavin's my brother. The Roman Empire. <laughs> Octavius Gold from Pemberton is not correct, Troy. Um, Dennis? Yeah. We, we t- Dennis, he says Den got his first interception in high school. We talked about this earlier. Caught it. Fell right down. Hey. Still got the pick though. <laughs> you I got ran the pick. and you know what? The next time he's thinking when it comes, I'm scoring oh, this thing. Yeah. I ain't falling down. I ran 11 yards in college, Rod. I had to have the, I think the oxygen mask on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: Dude, I if, if you had an yeah. interception in college, it had to be deflected or somebody was throwing really low whoa that, that's hurtful you're short
1: I, I, I am short but again I mean, regardless
0: you had more interceptions than I ever did <laughs> yeah. so you know what can I say yeah, it wasn't I, I didn't jump very high for it they, they did have me running the track last week in Winslow there was a lot of up and down on that field I will give you that Mr. Jackson Darren Page says go Braves Darren glad you're watching man um so we're still looking for our answer guys we have to. Can I? Give can I hint. give the hint? Yeah, give him a hint. All right. The hint is it's not Kevin Harvey of Paulsboro, but this was a Colonial Conference player. It was a Colonial Conference player who leads South Jersey all time in two-point conversions. So we're looking. We're not gonna wait. We're gonna continue and see put, if some people. Put the back call thing. out to Will. You know what? I'll say this too. Paulsboro's the Red Raiders. They have a color in their nickname. Yes. This guy's school in the Colonial Conference also has a color in the nickname. Does that help? Is it good? Yeah. I guess they would, it helps. They do. My mom says poor Mac, I'm being tough on you. Right? I guess she, I mean look, if my mom says it, she's always right. I'm sorry Mac. (laughs) Right? I'm sorry buddy. I'm like the third. you see Mac when when they shut the cameras off. The guy goes off on me. It's not Isaac Redman either Troy. I'm the third tallest Not in my own house. There's right one now. innocent person in this room, isn't it? And his name's Rod. Because he runs this whole show. <laughs> He's in Rod to run, never harm a fly, <laughs> right? On a field, he could. If there was a mic, <laughs> right, let's just get. Let's start talking about this week's games. If the right trivia question comes in here, the answer, er, answer, then we'll give it to you. Yeah. We're looking for the most two point conversions in South Jersey history. Which player? Colonial Conference player. Whose school has a color in the nickname, and it's not the Red Raiders of Paulsboro. Okay. And your next hit will be what college you went to. There you go. It's not Joe Flacco, the Green Wave. No, it's not the Green Wave either. Gosh, it's. How wouldn't Joe Flacco have the most two point conversions, though? He'd be throwing No, it. but I was thinking, but that's good thinking, Green Wave. Oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. You're right. Correct. Oh, yeah. I Sean I Price, Haddon Heights, the Garnets, that's also a <laughs> color. How many colors are there in a Colonial Conference? That's not <laughs> it's correct, a, it's a couple. It's a couple out there. I mean it seems like but I this, thought that it, would be a dead giveaway. This
2: this I, I guess people would are thinking about uh the typical football schools. Right.
1: Well this, this one but no it it it, it, is, it it was. It was it was it, it, it definitely back in the day this was right. like
0: Right Huh I, Anthony Averitt's not correct did have an interception the other night, right? For the Ravens?
2: Yes, he did. Yeah. Interception over Man,
0: average good. He was good. He was
1: Scary good, Bama good. Bam, bam, yeah, obviously Bama good. Yeah, he's lean like Devonte, but he is, he is yeah,
2: Bama he's good. He's really good, Bama good. Yeah, I'm,
0: look. Hey, we, we, Should I tell you who they used close? to close? We getting close. are getting scrimmage? close. They used to scrimmage every year. Jeff, thanks for watching, man. Son graduated in June from Washington Township. Still loves watching going to Minutemen mid- mid- games. It's a good year to go to Minutemen mid- mid- games. What are you gonna say? The, the team that this guy played on, I can tell you who they scrimmaged
1: every year. Yeah, go ahead. I used to watch them every year, scrimmage, Pennsylvania High. Used to be battles. Coach Gallagher and Coach Mack wouldn't end the scrimmage. It was back then
0: when the scrimmages went for three hours. Jamie Otis, the guy who's going to bring us his helmet, he says it's a Sterling player. Well that, You now, know what? That's correct. That's it is correct. a Sterling player, Jamie. If you oh. could tell us which Sterling player led South Jersey all the time. By well, me saying versus. Gallagher, now we're, obviously now we're in... Well, it's still got to be done. You're getting hot. It's still got to be done. Somebody's still got to, you know, cut the hay. Just because it grows doesn't mean it's cut. No. This weekend's games, and we'll pop in here if somebody gets it right. Let's, Let's go ahead and run down some of these. Friday, September 17th. This is Proximity Weekend, is what I'm declaring it back. You didn't, you seemed a little lukewarm on that name. Well,
1: maybe it was my lack of the English language of
0: proximity. I was thinking proximity. So you're meaning close,
1: they're close to each other.
0: We got a winner, and, <laughs> and you'll never, we got a winner, and you'll never believe his name. It rhymes with Bill Rickson. Will Hickson. <laughs> Gets it right. Ken Kelly is the answer, Will. Thank you. We didn't put the back call out for Will yet.
1: No, he was in the shower, soaps in his eyes. He's like screaming. He's like, all right, let me get Will's looking
0: at his watch. I I guarantee it's close to 10 minutes or five minutes. He's like, that's it. These guys have had enough time. (laughs) Former Sterling High quarterback Ken Kelly had 31 two-point conversions from 74 to 77. During his four years at Sterling, the Silver Knights went 42 and 1. They won four Colonial Conference titles and reached the first four South Jersey Group 3 championship games. They won three of them. Kelly played linebacker at Penn State and captained the 82 national championship team. Ken was very good. Sterling was real, real
1: good.
2: Penn State in 82 was
0: very
1: good. And they beat Georgia. <laughs>
0: yes.
2: Yep. <laughs> you went to Penn State in the 80s, you were really good. And, 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 and played linebacker. And linebacker, yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Whew. Yep, good stuff. Excellent. All right, previews, proximity weekend. This is what I like, Mac. A lot of these games are teams that usually would play rivalry weeks or they're just natural rivals given how close they are. Now, some of these games aren't like that, but a lot of them are. I kept kept looking down the list here. I'm like, these guys are pretty close. These guys are pretty close. So let's see what we got. First, Ocean City at Mainland, 6 p.m., 6.3 6.3 miles apart it's a huge rivalry the bridge gets lit up in whatever color of the victors either red or green kevin smith went to mainland that adds a little bit to it yeah it's a big deal this is uh it's pretty cool that the bridge is going to be greater red yeah you know usually yeah. the end of the year i know they played in the playoffs a couple years ago i know my man josiah bunting a bunting family pharmacy is going to be paying attention mm-hmm. um ocean City's real real good they are very good yeah um Cedar Creek at Absigami 6 p.m., they're 10.9 miles apart. Cedar Creek hasn't allowed a point. We talked about that. Now, per Chuck Langerman, interesting fact on the Braves. Absagami quarterback Ray Weed, he didn't play last Friday night against Ocean City. But with 3,636 career passing yards and 1,828 career rushing yards, Ray is on the verge of becoming only the third quarterback in South Jersey history, to throw for 4,000 and run for 2,000. The other two are Dylan Cummings, Pennsville, and Bill Belton, Winslow Township. From 2010 to 2013, Pennsville's Cummings had 7,695 yards rushing or passing, and he ran for 2,388. Belton, my buddy, saw him the other night. Look, 4,472 yards passing and rushed for 2,195. Pretty good player. Another you, Penn State guy? You think? Yeah. <laughs> really good. Another game. Okay, this one maybe not so close, but we'll get back to the proximity battles here in a second. This and, is, you know, uh, you bring up proximity. It's funny because I've, I've, I've brought up before the, the old South
1: Jersey North Conference, before the whole West Jersey, before the Olympic Conference. I mean, the South Jersey North was Penn Salkin, Camden High, Woodrow Wilson, Cherry East, Cherry West, Paul the Six, Bishop Eustace, it, it was like the Cherry Hill Mall League, like, <laughs> like it's right around. Like every, every Think about it. You talk about being close. All these, you know, P- Bishop Eustace is in Pensauken. Paul the I you know, a little Haddon Township, but Camden Catholics in Cherry Hill. You got Cherry Hill East, Cherry Hill West, Camden, Wilson, obviously in Camden, and and Pensauken borders. I mean, that was the old. You know, that's how I grew up. Like, you played, uh, as my dad used to say, familiarity breeds contempt. They, those guys didn't, yeah, they liked each other at the mall sometimes, but man, they battled. They, back, that was would see cool. each other at the Orange Julius. Back or in those just days,
2: definitely. Camden Catholic used to play at Camden High School. Well, And Bishop Farm Eustace, Park, and Park, yeah. and, uh, Catholic would play at Farnham, and Eustace would play at Pennsylvania High. Pens-Halkan High. And those were the rivalries.
1: Right. And where did Paul yeah. Six play?
2: Before they got their field back there.
1: Mm. Oh, Hatton Township.
0: Pat Sorry. Sorry. We'll have to talk about the Pensacan Field. I know you have a detailed history of that. One day we'll get into that. When we're talking about field conditions. Oh, that place. That used to be like a putting green. I know, and now it is. Again, it's beautiful. That, yeah. whole, that whole complex. Field house. I think the field's named after someone you know, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He won a couple games. Um, Burlington. Ta- Speaking of won a couple games, Mac. Burlington Township at Shawnee, 7 p.m., both these guys. Look, guys. look, great coaches in Burlington County history. Jim Horner, Frappoli, Tim Mack. Here's a couple other ones. <laughs> yeah, Tom right. Madera, Tim Gusher. Madera and Burlington Township go to Shawnee. Madera's 208 and 93 overall. Gusher's 264, 192, 129, I'm sorry, and 6. They haven't met since Madera's been at Burlington Township, which was in 2002. When he was at Holy Cross, they split two and two. Um, And on this point and on this game, I want to give a shout out to Tom Padgett who we're excited to have partnering with us this year to provide behind the scenes insight and analysis of local teams of prospects. He runs Jersey Gridiron Scout, and that's a scouting service providing a platform for high school prospects to gain college exposure. They provide senior, and underclassmen showcases and in the winter position-specific academies. Jersey Gridiron Scout's a trusted source for college programs to recruit our region. Go to jerseygridironscout.com for more information. Kick-start your recruiting or your kids' recruiting. Fill out a free questionnaire that puts you into the college database. Follow at Coach, Patrick, Coach Pajic, for the latest updates and events. Tom's got players here for Berlin Township to keep an eye on. You're looking at Gage Miller, quarterback, Jordan Dotson, receiver, defensive end, Trayvon Reed, wide receiver, and corner, Anthony Johnson, wide receiver, corner. These guys are are household names. I want want to give you a name right here that he likes on the line. Martise Chestnut-Tillman, number 44, defensive end, defensive tackle, 6-foot, 240-pound senior. He's active and an aggressive player up front. Look for him to make some huge plays in the trenches. He can penetrate up front and make it difficult for Matt Wells and company through the game. Tom says this is going to be one of the best quarterback matchups you'll see this season. We've got Matt Wellesley and Gage Miller. Gage Miller is one of the top quarterbacks in the 22 class. That is what Tom Padgett has to say about that. Um, He loves Wellesley, 5'11", 190-pound senior, four-year starter, big-time dual-threat quarterback. One of the best quarterbacks in the state, probably efficiency-wise, makes the offense go, Mac. Um,
1: We've talked about throughout the shows that Matt, with his ability... Uh, The throw to ball when plays break down, these ability to run the ball and uh, you know, take what defenses are giving them. And you know, Matt, Matt continues to do that, but like, like, as Tom said, these these, both these quarterbacks, Gage and Matt Wellesley, are you know, top notch kids. It, it, It should be. It should be quite a show on Friday night.
0: Yeah, Coach Padgett does a great job of breaking all this stuff down. And um, you know what? He knows how the recruiting process works, what people are looking for, and the best way to help your kids. So be sure to follow him at Coach Padgett, P-A-J-I-C. He will help you out. Um, a couple other games, Mac, our, our producer is telling us we got to get going. we got to move. we got to shake. Kingsway, Williamstown, 7 p.m. The Dragons look to keep rolling. A defensive slugfest last year. Teams look much different in 2021. Pensalkin takes that short hike over. This is a proximity battle. Camden Catholic, 4.6 miles apart. Pensalkin's playing well. We'll see how that goes. Big game for Pensalkin. Washington Township at Clearview, 7 p.m. Per Chuck Langerman, the last time they met was 2013. Township won 63 to 56. 119 total points. Highest scoring game in history, between two South Jersey schools, they are 8.4 miles apart. And it probably was a sh- uh, shorter game than ours on Friday night. Yeah, it probably was. I don't know how many penalties were in, the, in that game, but geez. Winslow Township at Timber Creek. The battle across Keys, nine miles apart. There's no love lost between those two programs. Certainly, um, that will be an intense one for uh, the fans of both sides. The Chargers and the Eagles are going to match up at timber creek 7 p.m saturday audubon goes to haddon heights 11 a.m two unbeaten former colonial conference foes i'm, I'm kind of thinking of going out to this one Meg. heights i mean uh, audubon's undefeated right both of them like that's yeah that's old school colonial conference garnets and green wave the series goes back to 1927 per chuck with haddon heights leading the rivalry 53 34 and 5. they're located less than two miles apart proximity they're meeting for the ninety-third time, right down the street. Familiar. And they aren't each other's biggest rivals, are they? Uh, Heights plays Haddonfield.
1: Right. Well, yeah. Heights and Haddonfield is the, is the Thanksgiving. Audubon Haddon
0: Township. Yeah, correct.
1: All
0: right. But, Sterling, but this year they're both you know in a spot where it's it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Sterling at Paulsboro, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Silver Knights get a big test to their unbeaten record on the road at Paulsburg. Paulsburg is looking to keep it going. Pensgrove and Willingborough, as we said earlier, if you missed it, that game will not be played. Pensgrove is shut down until next Wednesday. The game will not be made up because it's a non-divisional game. Schedule is full already. And another proximity game, 5.6 miles. Haddonfield heads over to East Camden to play Woodrow Wilson at 1 p.m. Wilson won last year in a low-scoring slugfest. Look, Devin Kargman, here's, he's nearing some history for the Tigers. I'd be stunned if he didn't get it in this game. Chuck Langerman again coming through. Cargman goes into the weekend with 5,640 career passing yards. He needs 34 against the Hattons to surpass David Gorey as the second all-time leading passer in school history. That record was 5,673 from 93 to 94. Of course, big brother Nick Kargman is the all-time leader He's at Western Michigan right now, six thousand and thirty-five yards at Wilson.
1: David, coached by Darrell Wilson, former Penn soccer football player.
0: Mm. Just throw a little. I throw it out there. Yeah,
1: just, just enter on Toronto Argonauts.
0: Look, Walter Hurd wants to know what game I'm going to on Friday. Well, guess what, Walter? Right after this break, you're going to find out because we're going to talk about the TurnersvilleJeep.com game in the week. We'll give our best eleven rankings and we'll wrap up the show. And we're trying to go as fast as we can, Tracy. I promise. A lot of content. We'll be right back. Rod's going to show you some games, the full schedule in between the breaks. We'll be right back after this. Football Frenzy Show. The South Jersey Football Frenzy shows presenting sponsor is TurnersvilleJeep.com. They're sponsoring our game of the week. TurnersvilleJeep.com on Route 42 in Turnersville. Turnersville Jeep is proud to sponsor South Jersey High School Football. TurnersvilleJeep.com has a huge inventory of new Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodges, and Ram trucks, and a huge inventory of pre-owned vehicles as well. Plus, they have an award-winning five-star service department. And drive a little, save a lot at turnersvillejeep.com. They're located on Route 42 in Turnersville, or visit turnersvillejeep.com. For everybody who's watching or listening on the podcast, be sure to take a selfie at this game of the week. Take a selfie so we can see you were at the game and just show that to somebody at turnersvillejeep.com. You will get a free oil change, The free oil change. I could use one. Matt, could you use one?
1: Um, yeah, every three to three 4,000 miles, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so if you need one... Three. If you need one and you're at the game of the week, take the selfie, buy the scoreboard, buy, take a picture of me. Just yell my name. I'll come on over, take a picture, show it to the good folks at TurnsvilleJeep.com. You'll get that free oil change. And I'll tell you what, it's worth the price of admission to our game of the week, which is in Richland, wow. St. Joseph, 2-1 at St. Augustine, 2-1, 6 p.m. The Richland Rowdies are going to be there. Um, I'm going to be there. Mac, I know you're not going to be there because you're going to be at the Shawnee game. But, Correct. look, Chuck Langman has us covered. He lets us know about this coaching breakdown. I know we talked about Madeira and Gushu, right? Two great coaches. They don't see each other that often. Coaches that have seen each other quite often over the years. In fact, they were located in the same town for a while. Paul Sacco, all-time, 344-69-5. Pete Lancetta, 240-82-2. and 2. Sacco leads the all-time series, 13-11-1 against Lancetta. When lancetta was at Hamilton, sacco led 11 10 and one pretty close and still very close saint augustine sacco leads the matchup two and one so Lancetta's is looking he, he doesn't care about the all-time but maybe he does a little bit but he's looking for saint augustine
1: He's supposed to win this week. To get that big win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these this guys... is the
0: belly trap, belly trap, belly trap yeah. game we always talk about, huh? <laughs> it and you know, what always ends up being the game of the week because it
1: lives up to the hype. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers here. You know, you were saying talking about Gush and Darren, and you know, you got you got Coach Sack. He's he's coached forget for, not forget, but 344 wins, but he's coached over 400 games. And I just did some quick math. This will be Gush's 400th game coaching. I was talking to Sally Gush during the game on Friday night. Oh, really? I was asking her how many games do you think you've been to in your life. And she's like, we were thinking maybe she'd been to like eight hundred. Like, with as a kid, she went to all these games. Like, right? As a kid, <laughs> right, right, And then you know, go, all you got to do is couple go to a couple of weekend. All of a sudden, you're doubling your number. Um, but Paul, obviously, and Pete, they've known each other. You know, Pete, St. Joe alum, coached at Hamilton. Um, you know, uh, these guys. You know, they know each other. It's like almost like they. It's 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 like it's ch- chess you know, squared because it's like, okay, he's going to do this move. So I know I'm going to do this, but he knows I'm going to do this. So I'm going to have to do this because he knows I'm going to do that. Like you almost, and then, then you bring it all back to, and Pete's in a room saying, we got a block and tackle. And so is Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Got a block and tackle. Um, And these guys will be both teams will come out ready to, ready to get after it.
0: You know, to watch high school football week in, week out, and I always give some weird soliloquy at this point about something or other or the band or something, but to see these coaches each year who know each other so well, man, it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. I mean, it would be like Woody Hayes and Bo Beckler back in your day, where <laughs> they, they just know each other inside and out. The players know each other inside now. Mac, remember when Bear Bryant was at Texas A&M? Is that what you're going to throw at me? <laughs>
1: People were like, Mayor Bryant Texas. say, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> all right, I didn't listen to my mom. I couldn't even go a whole segment without listening to my mom. Sorry, mom. Um, but, no, seriously, it, it, that's what makes it fun. And I think Folsom was on the staff with Sacco and Lancetta. Oh, my think. God, yeah, they all were they're all together. And I think at that time, Fusatola was like coaching, was teaching. He taught Lancetta, I think. Yeah, well, Pete taught me.
1: So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very, all these guys, you know, they know each other cold. They, you know, they love each other. They hate each other. They love each other. Like, they, you know, they want to beat each other.
0: They want to beat each other bad. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Hermits and the Wildcats. (laughs) Yes. TurnersvilleJeep.com, game of the week. Take a picture of yourself at the game. Make sure everybody knows you're at the game. And uh, you'll get a free oil change at TurnersvilleJeep.com next week. Great promotion. Thank you guys for helping us put on the show. I would go to
1: first half, but I got my one—I got my eighth grader running out on the field with the NYA youth for Shawnee.
2: Yeah.
0: So I can't, too tight, too tight of a window. Darren Page says, Go Blue. I know he's a Michigan fan. Shawnee runs under the Go Blue uh, banner there. But the jerseys look more like Penn State, so. Hey, you, you kind of. In and out. Take it, And those who will stay will become champions. That's right. <laughs> as Bo would say. All right. Well, look. St. Joe, St. Augustine. Let me break it down real quick. Jameer Cartagena, you know he's going to make a lot of plays. Cole Mercado, um, you know, Jassan Prevard, another great, great player. here. Haley. That's on the St. Joe side. But Kanye Udo, Dennis Jaquez, uh, Trey McClear. I'm looking forward to seeing – Nasir Hill. I'm looking forward to seeing these guys for the first time this season. I've seen Joe's a couple of times. Interested to see St. Augustine. And isn't this
1: isn't this the game usually where we find that new guy? Yes. That, uh, that, that hey, the, the guy that, like –
0: where he keep, come from?
1: Yeah, where, well, and they know about him in their camps, yep. and, and, and maybe the other coaches on film, but, hey, this is, uh, this is uh, as we know, fun one, good one, you know.
0: I'll give you a name to watch in this game, too. A couple years ago, St. Augustine went to Hamilton. They, everybody was down and out on him. They won the game. Under Franklin Sims was a running back. He ran between the tackles a lot, obviously. Um, number 27 looked like Eddie George. He's still there, and he's still getting the ball. I mean, Udo is a big play threat, and, you know, for good reason. More than 200 yards last week. But Franklin Sims, look. They, they got guys. He's a big guy. They got, they got On guys. On the other side, look. Mercado comes up huge in these big games.
2: Defense. Both teams. Both coaches coach defense. This game's going to be one up front.
0: Yeah. I think you're right, Rod. Most, Brady Small.
2: It's going to be one up front. I know the athletes are there, but you –
1: Oh, yeah. Brady's 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 nasty. Yeah. I can't wait to be there. In a good way. Friday night, 6 p.m. Moms don't like when I call their kids nasty sometimes, Rod. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a compliment in football, right? <laughs> that's yeah. like the ultimate. That kid is nasty. Nasty.
0: <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Brady's nasty. Both of these teams are in our best 11 rankings. We had the first ones last week, and we're going to go through our second edition right here, factoring in what happened last weekend and... Looking forward to kind of some of the action we have down the pike. At number 11, Salem. The Rams shut out Gateway last week. Uh, you know, Chakai Coates, I saw him on Friday night. He, like you said, you love his jerseys. He, I mean, this guy wears a jersey everywhere he goes. He wants them to know. Salem- I'm the quarterback for Salem. Salem pride. And you know, we were talking – I was I was talking to Montre quickly at that game. And Chakai's like, Coach, I want to I want to run back kicks. I want to be on the kickoff turn. <laughs> He's like, No. You're the quarterback. And he, he said, I said, Montre, a couple years ago, you, you think, you know, you could have won a championship if your quarterback hadn't gotten hurt during the season. He looks at you like, did you hear that? You're never going on kickoff. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Not week three, maybe week 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Maybe the championship game. That's what I mean, like 9, 10,
0: 11. If <laughs> you're down by 10 in the fourth quarter of the championship game, put him back there. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you got quarterbacks do some funny things in those, those playoffs. Yeah. Number 11, Salem ring, Rams. Number 10, Ocean City. The Red Raiders have not given up a point. We touched on them earlier. They play Mainland in the big rivalry showdown. Number 9, Shawnee. I think they're a very good team. I think they could see Millville again. Certainly nothing to hang their head about uh, with the loss on Friday. Matt Wellsey Look, Burlington Township. This is another one of those early season, or I guess it's not that early now, almost mid-season measuring Nine versus six, as you'll get to. I mean, that's, you know, top ten matchup. Yeah.
1: So, Shawnee has a chance to say, "Hey, we're maybe we're not as good as Millville, but we're in the conversation." Yeah,
0: I like Cedar Creek. They're number eight. Uh, I liked everything they've done this season. I like what Coach Melody has going down there. I love their running back and Howard Landesini at quarterback. Um, you love Ricky Joe? at receiver and JoJo Ramirez. You know, one of the best players in South Jersey. Cedar Creek is number eight. Wilson stays put at seven. I think that's where we had him last week. Heartbreaking loss. Um, got a chance to get back in the win column. I, I don't want to say should have Has, yeah. won. I, well, don't, I hate using that should have. I think they would say that. No, well, I think they would well, say that. I, I think yeah. Marshall Washington was saying that. I think well, Will Hickson would say 100%. that. 100%. I just yeah, think. Rob? Coach Batherwood. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. are terrible. Coach Batherwood, Malik Wood. Yeah. Winnable. Coach Still, Coach Arline. All those guys win.
1: They're not happy this week. Coffee, no. Ringo. They're not, not happy. Th- that's one that's going to stick and sting, right? Rob, we talk about the stick and sting ones. That's sticking
0: and stinging. That's, that's there. Yeah, Burlington Township at number six, as we said, they'll go into Shawnee this week. They were off last week because their game was canceled. Highland was shut down with COVID. Uh, Number four, we have St. Joe. Look, big win over Cherokee going into Richland for the big rivalry game against our number three team, St. Augustine, the Hermits. You know, they lost early out of state. They continue to kind of grow each week. They beat Williamstown 28-0 last week. Number two is Millville. I think the case for 1A, and 1B would certainly be right here. But Millville at number two for the time being, they do not have a game scheduled this week at this point. They have St. Augustine next week.
1: Right. It's, it's, if you're Coach Thomas, you're, you're in film all week saying, we can't let up 39 points, right? Right. I mean, and that's what he said after the game. Well, that's... And too many penalties. Yeah, you can't have that many penalties in that 39 points. So he's... It's one of those wins as coaches. You like... You get on the bus. Everybody's, ah, they're staying on the bus a little bit. Then you get back, and Monday you get... Or Saturday of film. And Monday you get the foot up again because you're like, hey, guys, I'm glad we won. But we're not as good as we think we are. We just left 39 points and had 100-plus yards and penalties. Yep. Yeah,
0: I think Dennis... But no uh, turnovers,
1: though. We talked about... Shawnee would have needed no turnovers. So. Right.
0: LaQuinn Allen, six touchdowns. Lots here, Brooks, a touchdown. Despite being coverage rolled his way or bracketed or any any other which way, he still got on the board the, the freshman that's uh, unbelievable. So they have St. Augusta next week at Wheaton Field. Um, I think maybe Turnersville, G, Permalsh. They might want to get in on the action for that one next week. I've got a pretty good guess on that. Number one is Holy Spirit. Um, they beat Camden 34-6, to six, and we saw. If you didn't see on the show or if you're listening, go back through the webcast and um, watch Eric Roman's deflection, pick six, the knot of the week Knot of the week, 54 us. yards return. Yeah, 50-some. and We'll guesstimate. I don't know if they have the dashes there for each yard. But excellent play, excellent team. Well, I know where the 45-yard line is, Rod. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let me, let me give a shout-out here to some friends who are making this thing possible. Ricky Moriello at REMAX Community. If you're looking for real estate in the area, you need to find Ricky and reach out to him. He's helping us again this year. He's been here from the start. We cannot be more grateful for that. Uh, go ahead and give him a ring at 609-352-9476. And if you know somebody who's making a positive impact in your South Jersey community, you want to email my buddy Sully, sully at southjerseyimpact.com, or call him at 856-336-2600 today with your story ideas. He's got the most exciting new digital magazine in South Jersey, Sully, the creator of Glory Days, has been telling great high school sports stories for eight years now. He's the reason we're even on here. And now his company's branching out in a new direction to feature people, places, dining, Entertainment, health and wellness, and a lot more. Check out SouthJerseyImpact.com today. I want to give a shout-out to our show on Sunday mornings. We just started last week, guys. I thought it went great. I think we're going to get better each week. The Hats Off podcast, Sunday morning at 9 a.m. You can find it right here on this page. Tune in as we relive some of the action. Um, I was talking to some youth coaches coaches of, of programs of kids 10 and up. I want you to email me some of your scores, some of your best players. Try to get some love to those kids, too. That's mthatsoff at gmail.com. Give me an email. Let me know. Tune in on Sunday mornings where we go over the games of the week. Um, We try to get the guy who had the hat on the podcast. Um, And that is presented by the Morristown Fieldhouse designed to provide a high-quality, destination-based indoor sports facility and sports science center that offers clients a wide range of uses and services, including best-in-class physical therapy, sports training, and fitness. 55,000-square-foot facility open to all residents, sports teams, recreational clubs, and corporations. 90-yard climate-controlled indoor turf game field um, The place is unbelievable. If you're looking to build your skills, build your kids' skills, have a practice. We use it a a ton. Yeah, we use it a ton. People there are great. Thanks so much. They sponsor the Hats Off podcast, the Morristown Fieldhouse, where champions train and play. And, of course, a special shout-out to the guy who makes all this possible, our buddy Roderick Self and his company, the D2 Sports Network. Studio B, right here. Beautiful facility. He's the guy who gets it all going. Can't recommend them anymore. If you need a podcast, you want to have a show, you and your buddies want to sit around and talk about the birds, look, as long as it's not during my time slots, you're more than welcome. I might even move mine for you. <laughs> Just help Rod up. Mate, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what fits. Yeah, they stream some games too. I mean, they do a great job. So be sure to contact Rod for studio time. He will hook you up. Couple notes. Darren Page, I'm going to get out to Williamstown as soon as I can, man. Shout out to you guys in the Braves. Um, mike Fody, sra home products sponsorship great people and last week i mentioned um uh nair graham's friend that was lost a bunch of camden kids their friend that they lost tragically called him foop incorrect fop uh rest in peace i know they had a funeral this week so i want to apologize for for mispronouncing the name that's about all we got back we tried to go as fast as we could we were so, hurrying up We're not exactly Peyton and Eli, but we'll get there.
1: No. Hey, call your local middle school principal. See if uh, some kids need a backpack or two, right? Yeah. Guys are reaching out to me, say, hey, ask some friends if they get extra backpacks for local schools.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Any little bit helps. Any little bit helps, man. Help us out. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. This was the South Jersey Football Frenzy Show. We're on every podcast format. Go out. If you can't share the show on Facebook. Find on the podcast, like it, follow it, rate it, listen to it, all that jazz. So appreciate the following. Right? Good stuff. Another Let's have some football. Th- yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week, 7 p.m. right here. Th- thanks, Rod. Thanks, Rod. Yes, sir.